Good morning, Laguna Beach, and we are over the rainbow here in uh, our little town of Laguna. We had a fabulous rainbow this week. I don't know if anyone caught it. It wound up on Facebook. Uh, Laguna Beach had a bright, vibrant, classic, full-scope rainbow over the city. So we all like to feel that that's an omen, a good omen. (laughs) Things Things are on their way to getting better. And it has been a week of, uh, uh, I guess, stretching back or pulling back for a little optimism. I mean, uh, it's we got vaccines, we got things going on, and you know, it, it's it's good. Also, I, I discovered that um, I keep shouting out for uh, the Friday, Saturday market, and I was worried that it was closed, but it, I got corrected yesterday. It is open, and it's been open all along course i'm here at the station so i don't know unless i drove well I, I i have to be here at the station so i guess i'd have to call someone but it is open and it's a very safe way because you can keep your distance wear your mask you're in the open air which is all very good and uh it's healthy and you're and probably most importantly you're supporting the local community the local farmers ranchers whatever uh buying the produce there and uh, all the fine things that they purvey so, yeah, Saturday market, as my my uh, dream is to have a dinner party and um, go there and buy everything I need that afternoon and then have the party. But we're not quite there yet. We're, we're getting close. So um, this morning on the way, it was 38 degrees. Ooh, ooh, oh, mm, but help is on the way. Yes, yes, uh, the, the weather for this week, to, today's supposed to get up to 72 here in Laguna Beach and clear. And if you look out... You can see Catalina Island out there. And I have just like a, no obstruction, very clear out across the ocean. Fabulous. I have a friend who says uh, when it's cloudy and you can't see Catalina, well, they towed it away because it's you can't see it. And it looks like you should be able to see it even when, even when it's a little cloudy. But, nope, it looks like someone towed it away. Well, someone towed it back, and, and it's bigger and better than ever. Catalina Island out there, folks. I'm just feeling feeling really blessed here in Laguna Beach. Now, next week, the weather is sunny uh, tomorrow and Monday. So that's it's, that helps you kick the week off. I mean, it's okay. And then uh, it's kind of cloudy for three days and then mostly sunny for a couple more days. And it's um, all in the uh, mid-60s, upper 60s. So it's fairly warm. Uh, we're not like the East Coast under three or four foot of snow. We are so blessed. We are so fortunate, <laughs> and I'm unanimous in that, yes. So a lot has happened this week, and I one thing I want to, um, I usually do is uh, right off is, um, well, thank our sponsor, Mike Johnson. He's sponsored the station for years and years, and we appreciate him. And um, last night, Laguna Beach Pride had their Christmas party, and I attended it. I was... Uh, we had a bingo game going, and we had a Debbie Holiday there. She sang uh, her new song, and actually a song that her father wrote, and I didn't know it. Um, it's a very, now I can't remember the name of the song. <laughs> um, but anyway, you would recognize it. It's one very popular song. Anyway, she was there, and we had uh, uh, Marianne from the city, the new city clerk, 
and a few other people that were, uh, I would say, celebrity-ish, and we all had a fun time. And that was our um, ongoing effort with Laguna Beach Pride because there's so few things we can do. And I'm going <coughs> to sneeze. <coughs> oh, I can't help it. I'm sorry. It just came right up. I was not expecting that. I was not. <laughs> so um, we had a fun time. We did it for about two hours, gave some great prizes away, and uh, we had it at a... Um, one of our team members home. So it was kind of cozy with a fireplace and, and uh, things you do when you're, when it's Christmas. Yeah. Now I have a Christmas song. We're going to go right into it because I, I'm only going to play one because <laughs> there's so many of them. And you know, I'm, uh, this is the last show I have before Christmas. So I have to squeeze in one Christmas song. It's kind of, it's kind of nerdish, but it's a classic and and it has a good thought. So uh, when we come back on the other side, then what we'll we'll do on this on this day in history. So here we go, my corny Christmas song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the season of all There'll be parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago It's the most wonderful time of the Mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be scary ghost stories. Christmas is long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time. I'm glad someone's keeping track of me. I'm correct, been being corrected. The the new city clerk is Anne Marie, and I I gave the incorrect name. Uh, She challenged the incumbent, and she prevailed. And uh, it's a new position for her, and we wished her well, and we're so glad she dropped in. So 
it's nice. Uh, the, the city has been so supportive on so many levels with Laguna Beach Pride, and we dearly appreciate that. Um, uh, and all what they do with the schools, too. Uh, Cornelius um, is one, uh, an officer there that's a liaison with the, with the uh, high school. And he came to one of our heritage meetings. And I, I sat there and cried to hear him explain what he's doing and the passion and heartfelt um, emotion that he has for uh, and capacity to uh, help these kids is is amazing. I mean, uh, just to be there and be a mentor. Uh, he's uh, again liaison with the uh, city police department and uh, is uh, works with the high school. So, uh, uh, Merry Christmas to uh, Cornelius. That's his name, Officer Cornelius. <laughs> Officer, yeah. So. So that was my Christmas song. I, I got to confess, you know, now I'm in the Christmas mood. I got another song after this, but but we're going to do on this day in history. Yes. <laughs> Today is December 19th. And um, apparently there was no history on December 25th. So, <laughs> but we all know there was, <laughs> but I digress. So uh, let's get, let's get right to it. Um, oh, my God. In 1922, the God of Vengeance opens in Provincetown Playhouse. The drama, translated from Yiddish and performed in English for the first time, includes the first lesbian scenes on the American stage. So that was 1922 with a, a lesbian scene. Ooh, my goodness. <laughs> That's very progressive. Uh in 1924, in Hanover, Germany, a gay man named Fritz uh, Hermann, Hermann is found guilty mm-hmm, of 24 of 27 murders and sentenced to death. The case ultimately becomes one of the inspirations for Fritz Lang's classic film M. The publicity surrounding the case results in a major setback for German homophile movement. Hmm. Apparently, he was homosexual. Well, it happens. In new, it's not cool, but uh, in 2006, New Jersey bans gender identity discrimination in the private sector. And that is in New Jersey. Good on New Jersey. I was thinking Jersey. It's like, yeah, yeah, Jersey boys, you know, (laughs) that I didn't think they would be so embracing of LGBTQ things, but apparently in 2006, they kind of set the tone. On a December 20th, that's tomorrow, uh, Frank Kameny is fired, yes, from his job as an astronomer with the United States Army Map Service. This is in 55 in Washington, D.C. because of his homosexuality. Not surprising. A few days later, he is blacklisted from seeking federal employment. These events spur Kimani, Kimani into becoming a gay rights activist. Well, I guess so. What have you got to lose at that point? You lost your job. You can't. You lost your chances of getting a job. Uh, yeah, that's sad. But okay. Well, I'm glad uh, you became an activist, Mr. Kimani and uh, Frank. And um, we're we're better for that now. I'm sure. In 1973, for the second time in two years, the New York City Council rejects a proposed gay rights ordinance for the city. 73. Hmm. In New York, I thought New York's pretty progressive. Well, it is 73. 
1999, in Baker versus Vermont, the Vermont Supreme Court orders the state legislature to devise a law to give same-sex couples identical rights to married couples. How about that? That's in uh, 1999 and in the lovely state of Vermont. And in December, on December 21st, in 1917, in Russia, the Bolsheviks repeal the entire criminal code in favor of revolutionary justice. Among the laws nullified are those pertaining to sex acts between men. Now, I 17, I guess they're repealing them if they're nullified. In 1917, though, hmm, well, because in Russia right now, got to be careful, uh, particularly if you're an activist. Um, In 1969, in New York City, Jim Oles and Marty Robinson leave the Gay Liberation Front to form a group exclusively dedicated to the pursuit of gay rights. The new organization is called Gay Activist Alliance. And in 1973, United States federal judge issues a bulletin stating that the federal civil service may not terminate an employee based on sexual orientation alone. That's good. (laughs) That's in 73. You know, it's amazing. I I always think uh, so much of this has just happened recently, but there's a long history of things uh, slowly coming around. In 1981, Time and News magazine uh, Newsweek uh, run their first major stories about AIDS. In 1988, the Chicago Council votes 28 to 17 to approve a bill banning discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. That's 88 in Chicago, so that's pretty good. That's the 80s was quite a turnaround time. In 1993, the Department of Defense issues a directive prohibiting the U.S. military from banning applicants from service based on their sexual orientation. Applicants shall not uh, be asked or required to reveal whether they are homosexual, states a new policy, which still forbids applicants from engaging in homosexual acts or making a statement that he or she is homosexual. The policy is known as don't ask, don't tell. That was a a tumultuous time, I I think. Say hello to Calvin. He's checking in on my Zoom. We do Zoom here for the program. And um, so if you want to, zoom in and listen to it on your computer you can do it that way and uh, i can wave at you and say hello (laughs) so um in 2001 larry kramer survives a life-saving liver transplant while he's in surgery bloggers erroneously report that the 70 year old is dead hmm larry kramer was uh was it dallas i forget (laughs) anyway there were a lot of fans. They were shocked. Shocked. In t- 2004, Newfoundland, uh, Newfoundland and uh, Labrador becomes the eighth Canadian province to legalize same-sex marriage after the Supreme Court judge approves the licenses of two lesbian couples. And in 2006, New Jersey Governor uh, John Corzine signs the bill establishing civil unions in the state. The first civil union license becomes available February 20th, 2007. Unfortunately, these um, unions just don't quite have the teeth and the full power of a marriage. And I think uh, we were all willing to 
think that that was okay. And then when you realize just how disfranchised you are in so many other laws and taxes and inheritance and visitor rights in hospitals and children and adoption and all those other things that come with being uh, having a marriage license, that it's not the same. Um, they'd have to change multitudes of laws that reference uh, a married couple uh, and don't reference uh, same-sex unions as uh, acceptable. But I digress. Um, there's a lot of news, and we'll get to the news after I play one more Christmas song. But I just I'm going to do just do one <laughs> one news article because I'm so pleased. <laughs> Biden picks Buttigieg as first gay cabinet secretary. How about that? And if anyone saw his acceptance nomination or acceptance speech, it was great. And uh, Kamala Harris had a few one good followed with some great comments as well. President-elect Joe Biden uh, finally announced a gay cabinet secretary to pick Tuesday. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is set to become the first LGBTQ cabinet secretary after being no- <laughs> oh, excuse me, nominated as the 19th secretary of transportation by Joe Biden. I'm going to go to a music break with that, and we'll come back with the rest of that news article. Here we go. The first person that can call in and tell me the artist in this song, uh, I, um, I'll give you a fabulous prize.
Well, if you didn't know, that is Leroy Anderson uh, Orchestra, and I, I don't think there is one high school band that didn't play that. They all played that, and because it's kind of creative, especially when the trumpets come in and they get kind of crazy at the end, kind of jazz it up. Uh, so I, in my mind, <laughs> I swear every assembly we had where the the high school band played uh that was that was the song and it, it's it, it still is you know i have a guest that has been on my radio station before uh, uh we've had a we have a long history his name is calvin and he just tuned in on on uh on zoom you want to unmute and, and say hello calvin hello craig how are you <laughs> there oh i can't hear you um oh there you are i'm sorry i had you mute yeah. here <laughs> oh, okay well hey you know it's awful early in the morning for me i had a late night oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I did so uh what are you doing for christmas calvin Do you have any plans well uh, yeah Yes, I'm going to get all dressed up and have some eggnog <laughs> <laughs> and go out on the patio. Oh, man, and things have changed, haven't make, they? <laughs> uh, uh, make and receive lots of um, telephone calls, maybe one yeah. or two Zoom uh, meetings yeah. and, and that just to keep in touch with friends. So, yeah, there's a lot that way. Um that's a real important uh, this time of year, but particularly this year, particularly <laughs> uh, to call and your friends and reach out and just say hello and let them know you're there. And if they want to carry on a little longer conversation, then then listen, you know, it's it's a good thing to do. Uh, all things considered, I know I know for me and I suppose for you, um, there was uh, when we after the first three or four months, we thought, okay, this we're over it. It's summer and things are better. And we kind of dismissed it. And, and now it's back worse than it's ever been in our wildest dreams. And I think that uh, how much, we're on the 12th month. So it's, but it really has got going in March, March, right? Right. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So that's nine months. It's months. like pregnancy, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Of course, I wouldn't know anything about that. But. <laughs> well, I, I think with the um, birth pangs that we're moving into a new year, new <laughs> excitement, a chance That's to true. get out again. I'm I'm looking forward to all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. I th- I'm 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 full of optimism. I have to say, it was full of optimism for 2020, but I've never been. I'm much more full of optimism <laughs> for 2021. Now that 20. Um, is closely be going to be behind us. Um, yes. I know you, in your professional work, you work with a lot of people and you you help them and give them some, I guess, I don't want to say, I guess, guidance, but you you mentor. Has Have you found that this year has been a difficult year for a lot of people that you normally work with? Or Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I, I think that there has been a lot of introspection that's been going on with people that I don't think that they've had time to do before. Yeah. And I think that I they've agree with that. Uh, that a lot of people have really had an opportunity to to really get to know themselves yeah. and those individuals that are involved in in 
family situations. I'm sure that's going to be interesting because uh, either that is, uh, either we're going to see a, a spike in uh, individuals coming together as family units, or uh, uh, that's going to be one end of the spectrum. The other is uh, look for a spike in divorces. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Even if it's a divorce, it's, I always felt marriage counseling is kind of, it kind of speeds it up and gets through a process that may be, may be headed towards divorce. Mm -hmm. It may be headed towards a a closer relationship. Relationship. Yes. You don't know, but at least instead of wondering and not really addressing it, it it gets addressed. It gets addressed. And I think that, um, that out of all of this, this, this has been a, one of the boons to this period of time is the opportunity, if people have used it, to get to know themselves better as well as to get to know their, their, their family unit better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I felt, uh, you know, in March, March, April, May, I did feel that it was uh, – you kind of, for me, I kind of valued what path was I on? I had my head down and running full speed ahead. And uh, did I really know where I was going? Did I really uh, feel comfortable in the direction I was taking? And by what has happened, it forced me personally to pull myself back a bit and take get a, gain a better perspective, you know? Yes. And, and I feel, and it's, it's very cathargic. Yes, yes. Not, not lethargic, <laughs> but cathargic. <laughs> I, a lot of lethargics going on. <laughs> it, it's interesting. There is just a, 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 a lot of laughter when you do that about your phobos. Yes. And then also uh, uh, tears. But they uh, at the end, I think that they're just very cleansing. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, working with some of the individuals that I've worked with, this is this has been really a monumental year for them. Well, and I imagine it's affected you too as well, uh, Cal. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, it certainly set um, uh, my course uh, this year. It seems as though that I'm working a lot with um, the next generation of mentors for the group that I'm working with. <clears throat> so that has been really exciting is Ooh. to uh, to work with this group. They are very exciting. Uh, and um, just to uh, see some light bulb, light bulb moments uh, just flash. <laughs> <laughs> for them, <clears throat> and you, I suppose. Yeah, and for myself too. And it's just really taken me to a deep, level you know as they say that you don't really know something unless you're teaching it so <laughs> oh, I, it's just <laughs> well I, I guess i don't know much because i've never been a teacher <laughs> oh yes you no. have Craig. <laughs> well i guess i guess in my own way yes that's true yes we all we yes. all i think we all have the capacity to want to mentor people on some level and that's part of giving and that's mm-hmm. a good thing yeah there's some that don't have that capacity that they're in on Pennsylvania Avenue and yeah, <laughs> won't go there. <laughs> um, I think the whole thing that was uh, disempowering ab- about the uh, 
um, last administration was the fact that individuals felt that they were powerless. And I mm-hmm. think more than anything else that uh, uh, that, and especially with the election just that just happened, uh, is the importance of the of the vote. And I and I think if we look at all of the areas that govern govern us, uh, mm-hmm. that is where we are empowered to put people in office. Local government is so important, as you know, in Laguna, and, and that is what, yeah. what has been going on there. But many, what do you want to say, professional politicians begin in local government. Yeah. And then they go from there on up, on up, on up. And what I've found is that most individuals aren't paying attention to their their local civic um uh, state yeah uh, really offices if you've never done and a this council meeting you, you should you should, or at least zoom in on the city city council meeting and oh, and, and and now some of those can be really <laughs> boring or hilarious times or whatever but uh, but just to check up on where these people are what are their attitudes what's 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 happening do are they really representing who you are because um, as I say, as professional politicians, that's where they begin, mm-hmm. and that's where they start picking up their constituents. That's where and on the course, city level, you know, yeah, mayor, yeah, and absolutely, and that is who you know who you're representing. So if you felt that you weren't represented, uh, what was your uh, part in that? Because yeah. uh, and that is really one of the things that I you think have to take some ownership of that ownership um, uh, uh, and responsibility because that's what's going to move you forward. This mm. is uh, we're not uh, not empowered, but once the ho- uh, <laughs> once the horse is out of the gate, <laughs> no. then it's too late to to uh, to be concerned over that the gate was left open. Open, yeah. yeah. But once you bring the horse back, then that is an opportunity not to do the same thing again. (laughs) Were you raised on the ranch? (laughs) No, but there is that fantasy of cowboys, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you dog you. (laughs) No, I I was a couple weeks ago, I had a, a news article where I think it was something like 600 uh, LGBTQ uh, people uh, challenge the ballot uh, from state to federal to cities across the nation, and um, some in it didn't it didn't uh, recap everyone, but it capped the the federal government, uh, and it was something like 180 some odd LGBT people were elected in this yes. time around, and not that. You know, our, our listeners that are out there, I don't want to say that it's all about LGBTQ. No, it isn't. It's, it's, it's just a fair a fair playing field, you know. And don't dismiss someone about their capabilities. That's all we're saying, right, Calvin? <laughs> it's the, the business of, of empathy and also uh, um, uh, does the person align with, with you? I don't care whether they're uh, 
uh, gay, straight, or whatever it is on that spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it uh, that that individual is uh, is bringing right. to the table? Uh, do they have the empathy? Do they have the um, ear to listen to what the people need, and and therefore uh, the ability and courage to move in that direction? Well, most importantly, to 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 realize that they're there to work for the people and not yes. themselves, um, and and that's their mandate. You know, uh, I feel like right. That. But then it's the mandate of the people, as I was saying, to put them there. Yes. So yeah. it's yeah, it exactly. it's <laughs> so if you <laughs> so if, if you're asking where these people came from, then you need to ask yourself, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, it's a time for new birth. I think it's really exciting because uh, we have a chance. That, so those those were some of the the issues that I found that uh, people were working with that uh, yeah. with me within these last few years to really kind of regain a sense of empowerment and and uh, uh, responsibility. I have a friend who um, did does counsel i have a hat i'd say had i have i have a friend who does counseling and um she has uh for professional purposes i won't mention her name but um she we have some interesting conversations about uh the pre-pandemic experience she was having and the current pandemic experience and it's kept her really really busy and oh yeah uh, yeah and and there's a lot of um there's a lot of angst going on. I think, I think for me, one of the most saddest things is if you're, I, I this is, I guess maybe it's because I'm older, but <laughs> I realize that when, when you're 80 years old or something and, or, or say 70, 80, 90, one of the, probably the most important thing in your life is your grandkids or your family. Uh, you don't, you're not going to get a career job where you're going to make it. You're not going to set the world. You're not going to win the Olympics. You know, there's a lot of things that you, you, over the years you've dismissed and, and what you've, you've held, you're held with is your family. And if you're in a COVID ward and you can't have that person nearby, it just seems so cruel mm-hmm. for that person to die alone. You know, it just right. seems so sad. And it's sad for the for the family as well, you know, mm-hmm. not be able to say goodbye or to give one last hug and a, a look in the eye and a twinkle in the eye, you know. So I, that's something that uh, made me realize that um, uh, under, I guess understand better that uh, how profoundly older people are affected by not being able to be near their family and depression and all the things that go with it, so. It's, there's a lot of things we can do. Just a phone call to say hello again and, and uh, someone on the street to look them in the eye and say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's the, uh, the business of not only being, um, when you, when we're talking about family, it's the extended family because for many of us of a certain generation <laughs> yeah. the uh the concept of of family i think really started happening as as you mentioned in the 80s uh that we could be a 
a separate unit with children and that sort of thing. And before that, the family was always your friends and uh, and uh, and uh, a few close relatives. But it was only uh, until the um, parents of gays got involved and said yes. Mm. and started marching with their children that <laughs> there was that larger sense of that uh, people weren't out there so for a great many individuals and especially in the 80s and 90s um uh yes there is the fa- uh, the the um the family that they were born into or the, the siblings and that that have come after but it's also their their dear friends that don't have that opportunity to to be with them so it's always important to make a call send a card it just may seem um yeah i am um, uh, I remember one Thanksgiving a few years ago, um we were all having dinner and it was I don't think that there was any one person in the room that was related to another person. And there were like um, 12 or 14 of us at the dinner table. And I was asked to say something. None of them are very religious. And I said, I'll I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for family and I'm thankful for friends. Yes. But more than anything, I'm thankful for my family of friends. Ah, Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think so many People there that that's that's become their family, and especially yes. you know if you're th- if you're thrown out of your house at a uh, by your parents, you know it, it's um you know and I could yeah. talk to you all day. And I ha- here's a there's a news <laughs> article here, uh, Calvin that is uh-huh. um um I find it this is uh, when I looked. Every week I go to Altura, which is altura.com on yeah. the uh, on the internet, and there, it's news. It's all LGBTQ news around the world. And I, it, as my co-host Stacy King was when she was here for a while with me, when I love her dearly, if she's listening, love you, Stacy. Um, she always wanted good news, and you know sometimes Calvin, it's hard to find the good news. You know, you look at the, you look at the news, and every article is about this. Uh, this person happened here. So, but so today, I was shocked. The first three news articles on the website were all positive and all good, and this is one of them. And I love it. Over three hundred and seventy international spiritual leaders call on a ban for LGBTQ conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Over 370 international spiritual leaders have urged a global ban on LGBTQ plus conversion therapy that uh, claims to damage a person's sexual orientation and gender identity. We can recognize that certain religious teachings have, through the ages, been misused to uh, cause deep pain and offense to those who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or intersex. This must change, the commission said in a statement. As many as 35 countries have participated and three, uh, 730 signatures have appeared in the declaration. So that's, a good, that's good news. <laughs> well, it's, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, moving forward, uh, we're already seeing, and I think this has been um, the concern of so many, is uh, is the societal 
a situation of of having so many diverse people and setting down rules, setting down situations that go on that to have people live and work together. And when all of a sudden uh, uh, they get concerned over with well, if individuals are 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 having so much fun with their same sex, they're they're not going to have any children. <laughs> that <laughs> that I think that that was part of the worry, <laughs> because this whole business, as you mentioned about um, marriage and that, one of the one of the ideas around that was uh, the transition of property from one generation to the next. And so, and especially when things were so tight and there was um, arranged marriages in that. So you had the arranged marriage who the property and estate would go to your so-called legal (laughs) uh, heir. But then there were the individuals that were considered um, bastards in that, which were probably children of of the person that you actually loved right that were Isn't disenfranchised that <laughs> so so these uh it, 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 we can see that it takes time for individuals to to move into the 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 business that uh people need to love who they need to and uh since uh, the um scientific and the genetic uh, improvements and uh, and the the forethought of of where and how we can have children that that stigma of a one man one woman I think is really starting to go out the out the window <laughs> but that's a whole other st- that's a subject for another time <laughs> now I, I'm just looking I've got four more news articles here yes they're all, they're all um they're all negative, and it, unfortunately, and uh, on the tales of so in Egypt we have an anti-LGBTQ extreme. No, Egyptian pastor opens a conversion therapy school to treat LGBTQ youth in Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know, and while the three hundred are, he needs to. They need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because um, you know, in uh, Egypt it's still. Uh, against the law and severe punishment. I don't know if it's quite as bad as Iran, uh, but it is bad. And then uh, another sad note, but I hope it gets changed quickly. An anti-LGBTQ extremist now heads the prestigious Voice of America, Voice of America. The Voice of America has long been a bastion of serious journalism and the U.S. government's official outlet for news. The organization has long modeled the values of democracy through objective reporting. Focus on objective. The Voice of America demonstrates to the world that a free press and honest news look like, <clears throat> demonstrate what it looks like. Needless to say, that anthema to Trump and his hard-right followers in the last attempt to corrupt the agency before Trump leaves office, an anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ extremist has been named to lead the agency. Robert Riley is the author of Making Gay Okay. Now rationalizing homosexual behavior is changing everything. The book claims that 
the debates over homosexuality in reality are is really about nature and reality itself and says accepting the lgbtq rights means we all must say that the bad is good riley doesn't just hate lgbt people he hates muslims too he also is the author of the closing closing of the mind muslim mind how intellectual suicide created the modern islamic crises and he rants at the spiritual path pathology of islam he rants about the spiritual path now riley will head the government agency devoted to fair coverage wow that sounds kind of difficult given his background uh, 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 then again that is individuals wanting to do fact check <laughs> fact checks on what he's saying or is it or, or is it that it's going to fall into how they feel about things already so that's going to be interesting because if it uh because yes i mean uh during the 30s and 40s and during periods of war uh, the voice of America was that that hope that was that shining oh, beacon, that's right. that's... that shining beacon that yeah, there was something was beyond all of the negativity that was there. And I'm sure that there are individuals that have that history that go on for years and really uh, academic individuals that are listening uh, or read that, that I don't think that, that this individual is going to be able to get away with just saying whatever he wants uh, and yeah. and it I not hope. be questioned. <laughs> Hopefully I put his feet to the fire. Yes. We're going to play a Christmas song here real quick. And if you stick around, Calvin, we may, we'll catch oh, yeah. you on the other side. Okay. okay. All right. Can we talk? Craig, Craig, can we have a holly jolly Christmas? It's the best time of the year. Can we talk? I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Jolly 
Christmas Eve in the past You would go to midnight mass He'd sing songs of praise With gin on his breath His mind in the haze Not a day went by He didn't need to get higher The taste of his drink As sweet as the sound of the choir He'd been on a downhill slide, lost friends, his job, his pride. Only sank to his knees, looked up at the stars, said, Lord, help me, please. As soon as he did, he felt peace in his soul. On this holy day, he'd sing that glorious song of all. That is a new country song called Midnight Will Be Clear, and it's by Adrian Christian. He was on our program, I think, not last week, maybe the week before. And uh, it, he just released, he recorded in Nashville, and it kind of has a country sound to it, of course, because it came from Nashville. So, <laughs> But they do talk, and I don't know, if Calvin, if you caught that, it, they talk, it's, the song is really about getting your mind clear and off of alcohol or drugs or whatever is plaguing you. And that it's really wonderful what you do because you can enjoy Christmas for really, really understand it, enjoy it for what it is. So that, that is, I just, uh, if you're just tuning in, this is Craig on KXFM 104.7 in Laguna beach. And I'm here with Calvin Harris 
and he is a celebrity of in his own right <laughs> and in his own mind as well. Yes. <laughs> Mostly in his own mind. No. Right. <laughs> no, Calvin, we were we were offline there and you were talking about uh a I guess would you term it a service that you provide or a or a uh, uh and a, a, I don't want to what would you call it? You you tell me. Um well, no, I was doing, uh, we were talking about podcast and that, and uh, I had mentioned that I had uh, done a, yeah, what's the a, name a, of the, a for the group that I yeah. work with. It's the Prosperos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it uh, takes its name from uh, Shakespeare's The uh, Tempest. Matter of fact, it was the one of the last plays that uh, Shakespeare had done. So it's really kind of interesting uh, because in it is that that wisdom uh, that comes with age about what <laughs> what, <laughs> what are you doing with, with with your life and that. Prosper was a magician king and he sort of was, his power was uh, usurped by um, um, by his um brother and he was shipped off to some island or something here he and his daughter and um and um on that he uh, really came into his own power uh and that power being both the um the what we would call today the symbol of the unconscious which was Caliban uh who was the ruler of the island that taught uh, 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 Prospero how to eat, how to survive on the island, but uh, uh, Caliban was just um, ruthless in the the situation and and really kind of represents uh, what I guess you would call our based instincts, uh, you know, Sex, food, uh, and uh, rock and roll. No. <laughs> and yeah, and then there is um, Ariel, which is uh, the ability to to take um, our attributes and really kind of move them out into the world, make uh, changes in the world, uh, and uh, how the importance of having those free and 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 usable. So that's, that's what um, the group is about. And it's yeah, sense. yes, yeah, yeah. Well, and a tall order, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Very tall order. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, I do. Podcast, if you wanted to. I'm sorry. How could someone listen? Find your podcast if they wanted to. Oh, well, they would go uh, uh, to the, now I do a podcast only once a month for the, for them. I'm not doing one this month because I'm on holiday, (laughs) but there will be, (laughs) there will be the one that will be on, um, let's see, January the, um, the, uh, I believe it's January, the last weekend in January. So whatever that day is. Which okay, would and be how do what? they find it, the name of the podcast? Uh, they it's would the go to the prosperos.org. Okay. No, I'm sorry, prosperos.com. And that's the word, the and then prosperos. 
Prosperos is spelled P-R-O-S-P-E-R-O-S okay. dot, uh, dot com. And if you missed this, uh, we were, we're recording this and it'll be available in its entirety here with Calvin and I on a rainbow radio as a podcast as well. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're double, double. Yeah. Whammy here. We're running. Whammy, yeah. Calvin, I'm so glad you came in and I, I want to say, I, I want to say, have a wonderful Christmas. And well, you say, do the same. <laughs> I want to say to all and, my friends and listeners out there, uh, this is Craig, and I, I dearly, sincerely, heartfelt uh, wish everyone a wonderful Christmas this year. I know it's been rough on everyone, but we'll take some solace in that we've learned a great deal about ourselves and uh, our world, and we're armed and ready and dangerous. <laughs> we yes. Do whatever we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all good. That's all good. Love is love is love, right? It is love. Uh, yes. I, I thank you for um, tuning in and a good goodbye. I'll see you after Christmas. Uh, actually, the 26th after Christmas, I'll see everyone. And next is Ida May. I've got to get a song up for Ida May. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, Calvin. <laughs>